So if you guys have any questions whatsoever about keto or intermittent fasting, whether you're starting keto as a new person or just need to debug your program, or you have a question about a product, call one of our keto consultants. They'll be able to help you. Call 540-299-1557. That's 540-299-1557. Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. I wanted to update my video entitled Keto on Steroids. So this is the version of the ketogenic diet that's very, very strict, and it's for those people that need to drop weight, maybe for a wedding or a situation, or you're at a plateau situation and you need to jumpstart your program, okay? First thing we're going to talk about is these things right here. They're called carbs. Normally, you would be given a range between 30 to 50 grams of carbs per day. We're going to bring that down to five, no more than five carbs per day, okay? So, Best way to do it is through mainly vegetables. Now, if we take a look at the total carbs, and this is per cup, total carb is seven, and then net, net carb is three. So if you do spinach, all you can do in a given day is do a little more than one cup, right? It's because you wanna, you wanna keep it within five grams. But look at lettuce right here, 0.5. So you could do 10 cups of lettuce, that would be better than spinach. Avocado, you can do a little more than two cups of avocado, right? Asparagus, look at that, 0.3, so you can do a good amount of asparagus. Or olives, you can do maybe a little more than a cup and a half. Mushrooms, you can do several cups. Swiss chard, you could do quite a bit. Zucchini, you can do a couple cups. Arugula, you can do more. Celery, you can do a good amount. And then you have bok choy, and then radish, and watercress. So so on this program, there are things that are very, very important and things that are moderately important and less important. This up here is very, very important to keep these carbs below five grams per day, not per meal. And so really pay attention to the net carbs and how many you can get away with to keep this under five grams. Obviously, like the vegetables right here, lettuce, uh, asparagus, um, Swiss chard, arugula, bok choy, watercrest, it's probably the best right here, is better because you can consume more of it. That means you're going to get vitamin C, you're going to get more nutrients, you're going to get more minerals from that food, but it's a lot of fiber as well. So this is number one right here. Let's talk about proteins. It's very important that you don't overdo it with protein. You don't want to go over seven or maybe eight ounces for certain individuals but usually between three to seven ounces, okay? Now, what you're gonna be doing is you're gonna be doing OMAD, one meal a day. So this is all the protein that you're gonna consume in a given day. If you consume too much protein, okay, your body just basically breaks it down and turns into glucose. That's what happens, so that can actually raise insulin. So we keep it moderate, we're gonna to be totally fine. The key is having a fattier type of protein. Why? Because that'll keep insulin lower as well. Like for example, on eggs, you don't wanna do just egg whites. You wanna do the whole egg 
the yolk as well. Salmon is the ideal fish. There's a lot of other fatty fish too you can consume, but this is perfect, okay? Summer sausage has more fat in it. Just make sure there's no dextrose in there. I just did a video on this. I'll put a link down below. Hamburger is better than steak because most steak is fairly on the lean side. There are certain steaks that are fattier, but hamburger is a bit fattier. And this is why I would recommend hamburger over other types of meats. Okay, eggs. Duck eggs would be better than chicken eggs because they're fattier. Shellfish would be good. Pork or lamb, of course, from the farmer's market, not from the local 7-Eleven. And sausage. You want to get the sausage that has the most fat. All right, this is your protein. Now let's get to the fat. Of course, there's a lot of fat with this protein right here. But the acceptable fats would be the olive oil, extra virgin, the real stuff, butter, coconut oil, lard, or tallow. Now, here's the thing. You're going to put some olive oil on your salad dressing. You can cook with it. With butter, you can actually put some on your vegetables, and you can also cook with it. Coconut oil, you can cook with it. Lard, you can cook with it. Tallow, you can cook with it. But I don't want you to add a lot more fat to this meal. In other words, I don't recommend doing the keto desserts where you're making these fat bombs. Not on this program. Macadamia nuts and pecans. Why? Because they are the fattiest nut. Look at the ratio. It's like 11.5 fat to one protein. So it's 11.5 times greater in fat than protein. Amazing. Pecan is seven times greater fat than protein. Now, peanuts actually have the most protein and the lowest fat, but that's a legume. The only thing with these two nuts is you're going to have to look at the carbs because one ounce is about 1.5 grams of net carb. So that has to be added into this calculation right here. And that will kind of tell you the volume of how many of these nuts you can have. Pecans, look at this, 1.3 gram net carb per ounce. So you have to add that to your, your calculation. One more fat, but it's really a combination of fat and protein, but it's actually pretty fatty. It's cod liver, not cod liver oil. You can buy it in a can. And it's five times as much fat to pr protein. And you can do this as your fat. You're going to be very, very satisfied. And plus, it has DHA, big time. It has EPA, which are, which are two omega-3 fatty acids. It has vitamin D. It has vitamin A. It's going to be extremely satisfying. You probably can consume like a half a can. And that will, um, you'll be very, very satisfied. Okay, no dairy. Too high in carbs. No berries, no keto desserts, no MCT oil. Why? Because your body is going to burn this more than your own fat, and you will be in ketosis. But if your goal is to lose weight, just nix this for right now. Coffee, keep it down to like one, maybe two per day. You can do tea through the day, herbal teas, totally fine. Of course, don't put sugar in your coffee. Electrolytes, very, very important because you're going to be doing one meal a day and you want to make sure you get all of your nutrients. B vitamins, nutritional yeast is a good source. 
a lot, if not most of the B vitamins are water soluble. So that means you don't store them for very long. So if you're not taking them, you can end up with a deficiency. Vitamin D, unless you get sun or you're consuming the cod liver. Cod liver oil is a good source of vitamin D. Right, number five, sea salt. You need between one to one and a half teaspoons per day. So you're going to have to either figure out how to put it on your meal, your one meal a day, or even mix it with a little water, slug it down, and then drink some water. Very important because you're going to need that to prevent fatigue and lethargy and even keto flu. So you're going to do one meal a day, and every two weeks, you're going to do a 48-hour fast. This is called periodic prolonged fasting. It's going to give your body a huge jump start. Now, exercise, okay, twice a week. The exercise should be intense. It should be for full body, ideally to the point where you're sweating and you're working multiple muscle groups. And that's your high-intensity compound-resistant type exercise twice a week. Spread it out. On the off days, you're going to be doing long walks at least 45 minutes to keep the stress down. Ideally, exercise during your fasting period uh, maybe like in the morning if you're going to eat at night. It's not an absolute necessity, but if you can exercise in a fasting state, you can really spike that growth hormone. Okay, sleep. <laughs> this right here is another one of those really important things. You want to go to bed a little bit earlier. I personally go to bed at 9 o'clock. Okay? I get up really early, but I like to go to bed at 9. Um, it seems to work. Occasionally, I might even take a little power nap. If you're not sleeping well, you should take some type of sleep aid to assist yourself. I'm talking a natural type of sleep aid. No watching the news. You're going to feel better just from that. In fact, that might make you lose weight just by avoiding that cortisol spike. Keep your stress as low as possible. Pick your friends wisely. Get some new friends. Don't hang around with anyone that is too negative. Sun would be very, very good. If, you, if there is sun out, that'll be more vitamin D. And also there's other benefits of being out in the sun as well as being out in nature. Uh, very, very therapeutic. All right, there you have it. This is the keto and steroids. So some people need to work up to this. Some people could just jump right in. It really depends on where you're at and how motivated you are. But this will definitely take your results to a whole new level. Hey, before you go real quick, I have a course entitled How to Bulletproof Your Immune System. It's a free course. I want you to take it. And here's why. Here's you. Here is your environment. Everyone is focused on this over here, avoiding your environment. But what about here? What about strengthening your immune system? That's what's missing. This course will show you how to bulletproof yourself. And so you can tolerate and resist your environment much better by strengthening your own immune system. I put a link down in the description right down below. Check it out and get signed up today. Hey guys, I just want to let you know I have my new keto course just came out. It's a mini course. It covers all the basics and how to do it correctly. You can get through this in probably 20 minutes at the very most. So, 
you're interested, click the link below and get signed up now.